Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 294. I'm Brando. I'm here with Reiner. We're going to continue the arc of breaking the mold by breaking the rainbow wide open. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? A whole ton is going down. We have some people to thank and some stories to tell. A really interesting deck to do. And I just had a revelation about my own human body. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com, your source for all your gaming needs. Very much so, yes. And don't forget, CCO Spring is the new promo code and in our part of the world the great white north we have reached the point where the temperature the average temperature oh yeah at the end of february starts to increase by about 0.2 degrees celsius per day day. on average so spring is in going to be in full swing maybe by the time this episode comes at the when when does this go live Sometime the, around the the first of March. First of March, yes. CCO Spring, save yourself five percent off on all the stuff that you're going to buy, anyways. Uh, Neon Dynasty sealed product. I uh, let, let me hit let me hit the people and dunk on business daddy a little bit. They don't follow on Twitter. Me, they don't oh. follow me on Twitter. So I can I can give them I can give them the gears a little bit. Give them the gears. I've been buying some of those foil full art. Japanese lands. The, the the mountains that yep, you like? The, the yep. mountains that I like. You can get those at FusionGamingOnline.com. That's your most recent order. And save 5% with CCO Spring on shit that I'm going to buy anyway. And, but they're, and they're foil, so they're like... They're like 5 or 6 bucks each. That's Canadian, little... though. So they're like $2 American. So yeah, you might as well. There. If you're American, and, and I get this all the time. So, so many of the... Sorry, I'm totally yeah. jacking your story for a minute. So many Americans and so many people overseas are like, do they ship to America? Yeah. Do they ship overseas? Yeah. Yeah, we don't... I know that we joke about, like, moose and geese delivering... And beavers (laughs) delivering our mail. That's only domestically. That's only domestically. (laughs) (laughs) Canada? Fully developed nation. Yep. Mm -hmm. We've got, like, electricity and internet and, like, postal service that is... Yeah. um, As uncorrupt as postal services can get. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, we've got yeah. all this stuff. And Fusion Gaming Online utilizes said postal service mm-hmm. to deliver anywhere in the world. <laughs> Just an FYI for anybody who's listening, because I've been getting that a lot lately. Really? I live in Memphis, or I live in, like, I live in Boston. Do they deliver? Yes. Yeah. Boston's probably fucking closer to Fusion than we are. <laughs> That's probably not true. It but, might be. It, but, like, Minneapolis certainly is. And I've I've been contacted by people saying, like, hey, I live in Minnesota. <laughs> and then they shift there. I'm like, yes, it's just, like, yeah. a few hours south. Yeah, dude, it's closer than we are. Yeah. Get in there. Anyways. The story. So, I've made four orders over the last two weeks. Forders. Forders. And each one of my forders has included four of those mountains. Because apparently they've... Fountains. They've, op- they've opened a whole bunch of them, and I want to buy all of them so I can foil all the lands in my deck. But they only put them on four at a time. So mm. I have to keep going back to the site and ordering four and waiting for them to restock and ordering four. And I don't understand why they can't just put them on the store so I'll I can tell buy you as many as I want. They're fighting the good fight. Two things. First thing, you can probably contact customer service to get more, and they can add one to your account. Or you can they can add them into your account at large. 
But they're fighting the good fight because if you don't list 150 of them, scumbag internet speculators can't go on and buy you out of them. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're, they're only posting four of them knows that you're buying from a reputable dealer that cares about their reputation because if they list a hundred of them and you buy them all at a hundred because you have like six red decks and you need all the lands you know at four of those mountains if they spike to like fifteen dollars they're not going to say oh sorry we ran out and then relist them tomorrow for five times as much yeah they're not going to do that when they only list four or six at a time yeah Yeah. with with non-foil basics and cards that aren't worth like five or six bucks Jack. each they they list them in the hundreds like every other site so <laughs> if you're if you're trying to like do the clear sleeve thing and back your deck with like a common that you collect or something you yeah. you're probably fine <laughs> i guess that's all right i'll give them that let them let it pass this time but just this one time yeah so okay so many envelopes in the mail before i can play nor in the wary again well, you could always do the whole trolley mismatch basics for a while. I respect my deck more than that, sir. The entire deck is trolley mismatched. Not the land, though. Not the land, though. And yeah. the lands that are in there right now are those yeah. stupid black and white ones from Innistrad that I hate. And I never liked them, but I got them because they looked like magic. They didn't look like magic cards. Are they foil? Of course they are. Oh, dang. I need I need them in not foil. Because people like when I colorize them. Oh, I can't help you. Oh. I only have foil lands. I wonder if I could do it on foil. Sometimes I hit them with like 2,000 grit sandpaper so the... So the paint will stick? So the paint sticks better because you got to water down the paint so much. This is some behind the scenes shit right here. If I hit the foils with 2,000 grit sandpaper, it'll probably just make the foil look crappy. Hey? It'll, make, it'll make it look like foil etched. Oh! Got him! You're not wrong though. You're not wrong. That's right. I hope Editor Joe can can help us out because the sun's coming right through the window and it's hitting just, it's making me glow, hey? Yeah, people can tell just how white you really are. Yeah, well, that spring's or right around the corner, though. Pale, hit. I guess. I'm wearing a yellow shirt and you're the one that looks pale. Like. Light is just bouncing <laughs> off of you and hitting me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got some biznatch. Biznatch. Podcast biznatch, if you will. We've got... I a, will. Two returning patrons to thank. Okay. We've got a new patron. We've got to introduce today's commander and 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 talk about how we're breaking the mold because it is the arc of breaking the mold. But before any of that, we've got to give a pack away. Okay. A booster pack for somebody guessing Magda Brazen Outlaw from last week's You know what I liked show. about last week's guessing game hmm. is so many people like had a like, they showed their work in their guess. They didn't just write Magda Brazen Outlaw. They wrote, like, I th- because you said this and this, I'm thinking oh, this. But then you yeah. said this, and now I think this. That was pretty cool, man. Yeah. Like, people are listening to what we say, and they're like, you know, that's really, that's neat. That makes me feel good. No bonus marks. No, no, there's no <laughs> bonus points or bonus packs. I just really appreciate that you guys took the time. Golding ass tryhards, hey, trying to get... <laughs> hey, they're going to give me two entries if I show my work. <laughs> this isn't high school algebra. <laughs> Man, if it was, we'd be in such deep shit. Yeah, we'd be screwed. Oh, yeah, we'd be the worst. Ah, We could probably just copy off of some CCO Nation members. There's lots of smart people in the nation. You're probably right. Giveaway. Giveaway. Winner of the booster pack. Booster pack. Send us an email, commandercookout at gmail.com. In that email, say it's you. Don't lie. And send us your address. Or tell us if you want, instead of a booster pack, like if you want some CCO stickers, we could send you those instead. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, why don't I make the sad face when I said that? That was not that was not good. 
And you know that I would have made the sad face if you're watching on YouTube because you're listening to us anyway and we work really hard to make the YouTube content look really good. He's getting worked up for that ultimate promo cut, hey? It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Brandon's cracking his neck and cracking his knuckles. The winner, Charles Thacker. Might be a real name. Chuck Thack. Chuck Thack. Yeah. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Like Chuck Thack. I like thick Chuck Thack. I don't thick know. Thick Chuck. Just leave it there. I don't know if he's thick or not or where. Probably is. Thick Chuck. Yeah. Thick Thack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just cut the Charles and Chuck right out. Thick Thack. Get at us. Yeah. So I, I just want to see him like banging two pistols together. <laughs> Thick that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, like, fantastic. Like in training day when Denzel's like just like banging his guns together when that guy told him to suck his dick and then instead of sucking his dick, he puts the guns together and just like hammer times him right in the ball sack. Oh, I was... That I was, was a movie. Yeah, that was a movie, hey? That yeah. was nominated for some Oscars and stuff. Well, Denzel's fantastic actor, right? Yeah, he's, he's really very good. good. I was thinking of the blooper reel on Malibu's Most Wanted where that one dude is like banging his pistols together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super funny. Um, anyways. Anyhow. Business. Business. We're very business. Not like business. pistol whipping isn't business. <laughs> it's, it's the business. <laughs> We, somebody got somebody got the business in those situations, yes. <laughs> yeah, somebody got businessed. Some returning patrons. Ah, uh, yes. First one. First one. First one. Brad Gale. That's your boy. Oh, yeah, that's my man Tanka Gaming. Yes. I've been on stream with them a couple of times. They're from Australia, so they helped me live out my lifelong dream of being a Saturday morning cartoon. Yes, and, and my lifelong dream of my Auntie Gale becoming a patron. So, Auntie Gale. New nickname. Welcome if you're aboard, in the, Auntie Gale. If you're in the Discord, you're Auntie Gale. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually my mom's auntie, so she's my great auntie. And I wouldn't go as far as to call Brad great. So just fine, Auntie Gale. Just fine, Auntie Gale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. Yeah, she, it's fine. Yeah, seven out of ten at best. Okay. Next one. Alexis. Returning. No last name, just Alexis. And now I'm not sure if it's supposed to be Alexi. Like it's French or Alex is. A patron of CCO. Yeah. All right. I understand. Just Alex is. It's like uh, uh, the the people who've re- actually read Lord of the Rings, the book, are going to know Tom Bombadil, right? Yeah. Who is he? And 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 Mary Gold says, he is. <laughs> this is Alex is. <laughs> yeah. So Alex is. I like that. I do like it. It's, no, like uh, it's... Well, any Lord of the Rings reference, I can yeah. shoehorn in. Right? <laughs> I can, I'm going to do it. So Alex, Alexis, Alexi, welcome back. Yeah. Happy to have you, sort of. Yeah. It's fine I mean, that you're here. Yeah. We don't mind having you. Yeah. yeah. You know. Can't argue. Yeah. You're not lying. Nope. Again. T- truth. Only truths. Only truths flowing from my lips. Final thank you. Final and, and actual F you this time, because this is a new patron. Nico Montmini. Montmini? Montmini. What? What? Momini. Montmini. I'm not what? sure if the T is silent. I'm I'm assuming it's Montmini. Nico. Didn't you say that Nico is like the sound that cats make in Japan? Yeah. Instead of going meow, they go Nico. Apparently. That's like chickens in Mexico go pew, 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 pew. Yeah. And uh, frogs in Japan, instead of going brat, they go caro. 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 That's so weird. The sound is the same. The same sound. Yeah. Cats don't actually. Nico. They can't pronounce N's. They don't have the, the 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 structure to make an N sound. A cat. 
Yeah. Or oh, I a, thought you meant a Japanese person. I was like, a, no, well, maybe. <laughs> or maybe a K. I don't even... can. And cats can't make O's either because they don't have lips. Like, there's no way a cat actually makes that sound. Well, Meow has an O. Ooh. <laughs> Next level. It's <laughs> different, level. though. <laughs> no, it's, it's different. It's different. It's not the main letter in the, in the word. That would be the M. Mm-hmm. Mm, meow. And the rest of it's like a weird gargle sound. Of just vowels. Exactly. Just vowels being pressed out by air. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See? So the point the point is, he's probably a cat. That's what I've learned. He's Nico, probably a Nico, cat from Nico, Japan. Nico cat? Nico cat? Yes. Nico cat. He's a real cat taster. Nico cat kind of sounds like kind of sounds like a cartoon. Like like a, like a like a children's cartoon where it's like Nico Cat and it's like a Japanese cartoon and Nico is just cat in Japanese so it's Cat Cat. <laughs> yeah, Nico Cat literally sounds like a cartoon that my kid would watch, or anybody's kid would watch. Patent pending. Nobody steal that shit because that's ours now. Nico Cat, welcome and f you very much. So, okay, the commandy, commandy, holy shit. So we're breaking the mold. This is what, like we're not just breaking it. We're taking it. Like this is it in my hand. If you're watching on YouTube, you'd see it. And we we're gonna throw it on the ground so it breaks. And we're just gonna step on it a bunch of times. Yes. Yeah. And then we're just gonna leave it there. We're not even gonna clean it up. We're just mm-hmm. gonna leave it there and walk really far away from it. So we've done we've done blue and red in the arc of breaking the mold. So we're yeah. sort of halfway done, but not really. And we've had a, a couple mono black lists suggested and submitted. If you want to get a deck in, commandercookout at gmail.com or submit it on one of the various deck list channels on the Patreon Discord. That's one of the benefits. It's the first place that I look. But not today. We've got a five color, colorless deck. So if you want to do five color, but you don't want to play any colors... Whoa, we've got no. the deck for you. <laughs> this deck submitted by the Anti Brando. Anti Brando. Yeah. <laughs> Not anti like my auntie, like my mom's sister. No, this is... Anti like Oppo. Oppo Brandy. Bizarro Brandy. Biz- <laughs> Bizarro Brando. <laughs> yes. Yes. So give us the commander and give us the companion. So we got a commander. It's... And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go totally pro. Yes. Top, top level on this. Sisse Weatherlight Captain is a 2, 2 for white, 2. Gets plus 1, plus 1 for each color among other legendary permanents you control and also has Wooburg, search your library for a legendary permanent card with mana cost less than her power, put it into play, and then shuffle your library. So it's a tutor on a commander. Mm-hmm. Tootmander. Tootmander. And we've got a, a companmander. We have a companmander, which is... Gigantha the Wellspring, it's a, a gruel hybrid and four for a 5-5 five, five elemental elk. Mm-hmm. Uh, tap to add Wooburg, you can't use that mana to pay generic mana cost. So you tap it to activate this Generic mana like you would find in the casting cost of some of the colorless spells we're playing. So exactly. it doesn't even help you. Yeah, so it, it, it'll it play four of the spells out of the deck or help you play four of the spells out of the deck and activate Sissé. It was remarkably long before we realized that that's what the companion was there for. We were like, yeah. you can't even cast anything in a deck. Like, hey, What's the point? Also, I'm going to point this out so that our, our, our boy Auntie Brando maybe goes and fixes this. Uh, there is 101 cards in this deck. And I, we're, we were of the mind maybe Gigantha is the 101st card. So and you just got to cut something? Yeah. But so, I mean, 
if you've been playing this, bad, bad you. Cheating anti-Brandle? That's why he's the anti-Brandle. Yeah, because I don't cheat. cheat. I I just win by being... I just look really zoned out and everybody leaves me alone and then I, I kill you. Yeah. With a Strixhaven Stadium. Tune in to yesterday's pre-show if you want to hear about it. At the time, I killed two people with a Strixhaven Stadium. Dude, <laughs> I killed two guys because I had Bruvac equipped with a sort of body in mind. Oh, shit. And I had a Sakashima the Imposter. Or a Sakashima of a Thousand Faces. So I hit you for three. Mm-hmm. And then it mills ten. Mm-hmm. But Bruvac doubles it to 20. Mm-hmm. Sakashima copying Bruvac doubled it to 40. Yeah. Mill 40. It <laughs> 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 feels so good. feels so good. So we've got this five-color deck. I'm just jumping all over the place. Yeah, we're, 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 it's fine. We've got it's this five-color deck. Okay. We're cheating a little bit because Sisse, we're not doing, we're not doing like any plus one, plus one counter type stuff with yeah. Sisse to make her bigger so we can tutor for stuff. We've got some 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 things that let us break the rule of yeah. Sisse. I appreciate the the rule breakage, and I appreciate the thought behind it. But let it be known that you could be much more efficient by not doing this and doing something else. Mm, we'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to answer some questions. Kay. Is it really colorless? Technically, no. It's got a it's got a companion, which you can. What do you got to do? You got to pay three to get the companion into your hand, yeah. and then you can cast it for its casting cost out of your hand. That's right. Okay. So it's got a colored companion. It's got a Wooburg activation in the commander's color identity. Mm-hmm. And it's got... Like, uh, I think I think f- it's four. four. Four colored cards. But none of those cards are the cards that we search for with Sisse. So right. it's like legendary tribal a la regular Sisse, but with colorless cards. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that's the first question. We've got some big boys in this deck. We do. Can we get Sisse big enough to find the biggest of the big boys? You could in... If you did something that isn't what we're doing here, I think that you could probably do it quite efficiently. Okay, we're, we're almost there. You're hinting at it, and, and it's that's good journalism, because mm-hmm. I've got one more thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're cheating a little bit, but I like this cheat because it doesn't feel like building a deck around a card in the 99. Right. Or mm-hmm. hidden commander, yeah. hidden commander in the 99 because it's not legendary or you needed to play a different commander to get all the colors you needed. So your real commanders in the 99. It, this doesn't feel like that. Right. And that's why I like this. Yes. So real quick, let's go into how we're actually cheating. I hope you don't hear the mouse clicks, but you probably do. I'm sorry. It. This is what we have. This is this, <laughs> this is, is what it is now. Yes. This is it. Let's go into the cheats. There's 11 cheat cards. And then we'll talk about what <laughs> what you think is probably better. Okay. Okay. First cheat card. Thran Temporal Gateway. Give it a read. Thran Temporal Gateway is a legendary artifact for four mana. It has four tap. You may put a historic permanent card from your hand into play. That's an artifact, a legendary, or a saga. Uh, that lets us cheat around Sisse's ability if we draw... A legend. Yeah, we'll we'll get to some of the legends maybe later. Yeah, this one doesn't cheat like some of the other ones cheat, but it's in the cheat section because we don't need to use Sisse. Okay, yes. next one. Tamio's journal. Tamio's journal is a legendary artifact. Four or five at the beginning of your upkeep. Investigate. That's get a clue. 
Yes. And clues are to sack, get a card into your hand from the top of your library, or draw a card. <laughs> draw a card. <laughs> Tap, sack, three clues, search your library for a card, put that card into your hand, then shuffle your library. And this would work in conjunction with the Thran Temporal Gateway. Yes. Because then you can just search for thing that you want. And then forward into play. Okay. Our first cheat card that actually is the way that we're talking about cheating. Yes, is, is Scuttlemutt. It's a 2-2 two, two Scarecrow for 3. You can tap it for a mana of any color, or you can tap it to change the color or colors of target permanent. That's a 3-drop mana rock. It sure is. I played this card in... I played this card in my Animar deck for a long time before I made it like a CEDH deck, mm-hmm. because you can change the color of something to black or white, and then Animar's <laughs> got protection from black and white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Anyways, tap... Target creature becomes the color of your choice until end of turn. Or so, colors. You could make a creature Wooberg with it. So oh. you can make Tamiyo max power with just the Scuttlemont. Oh, okay. So so let's... let's Sissa, you mean? Isn't that what I said? Don't know. That's probably what I said. Let's <laughs> give it a read again. Wooberg, search your library for a legendary permanent card with mana value less than Sissa's power. Okay. Also, Sisse gets plus one, plus one for each color among legendary permanents you control. So we have a Hope of Gearpour. Sure. Tap Scuttlemutt, make Hope of Gearpour five colors. Mm-hmm. Sisse becomes seven, seven. Yeah. Tap Gigantha for five. Search for a legendary permanent with converted mana cost seven put onto the battlefield. Yes. Not terrible. Not the worst. Not terrible considering we're playing a couple sub-powerful cards. (laughs) (laughs) And we turn them into something that we'll see is quite... Yes. Quite powerful. Not too bad, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's look at the... Now that we know that we're changing color to cheat... Let's yes. let's see what else we can do, and we'll kind of go through these relatively quickly. We've got a quick change, a prismatic lace, and a dream coat. Oh, Dream coat, all the way mother ass from Legends. Essentially, it's an enchant creature. You could pay zero. Enchanted creature becomes a color or colors of your choice. Till end of turn, you can only activate this ability once per turn. Yeah. That's, that's, nobody's played that card on a podcast before. Yeah, truth. <laughs> and there's reasons for that. Um, but in this deck, it makes sense. Did you say distorting lens as well? Uh, I did not say distorting lens as well. I just went with the ones that were colored. Same thing. Yes. Same thing. Now, I want to include in our in our cheat, I want to include Isochron Scepter because we can put like a prismatic lace on it. Yeah. We can put a quick change on it because they're instants for two or less. Right. I want to include, because it's colored, Primeval's Glorious Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Black, white, five, legendary sorcery. You can only cast if you control legendary permanent, which we will. That's what legendary sorcery means. Yep. Return all legendary permanent cards from your graveyard to the battlefield. Pretty good. Yes. And we have another legendary sorcery that isn't in the cheat category per se. It's a board wipe. It's Urza's Ruinous Blast. Legendary sorcery. Exile all non-land permanents that aren't legendary. It's pretty good. So it gets everything. Listed them with the cheats because technically they are colored. Yeah. Outside of the, the theme of the deck. Therefore, it is a cheat. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we're going to switch over to some cards now, and we're going to show you all of the ways that we do five color with zero color. What? So we are going to start with the ramp. We're going to go quick because it's all common stuff. Not common stuff, but it's all common ramp stuff, and it's like 
it is what it is. Sol Ring mocks Opal, mocks Amber, Joy was familiar for Sacred Monument, Chromatic Orrery, Arcane Signet. Uh, notably, Chromatic Orrery, Forsaken Monument, Mox Amber, Mox Opal, all legendary. Yes. Yes. Important in Sisei deck to, if you want to ramp, use legendaries. Yes. Of course, Chromatic Orrery, like if you're ramping into Chromatic Orrery, you're probably already doing okay. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. See my previous example, Hope of Gearpoor and that Scarecrow guy? Yeah. Find a 7-drop, find your Chromatic Orrery, put it onto the battlefield, and you can spend mana as though it was mana of any color. So you're yeah. just like going to get Gigantha number 2, essentially. Yes. When you get your Orrery. Okay. All right. Then well, let's do some some of the pump stuff. Some of the ways that we, we're going to make our Sis a bigger so we can get some of the even bigger stuff that we're yes. going to play. And just of note, again, every... Single card in this category, legendary. Everyone. Let's start with Jeet. Cast for two, equip for two, equip creature has. Uh, Whenever it deals damage, the Jeet gets two counters, and you can take counters off to gain life, make a creature bigger, or make a creature smaller. So it makes your creature bigger, it's a removal thing, and it can gain you some life if you're really, really, really screwed. Yes, and of note, you get most bang for buck when you remove to give plus two, plus two. And then activate your Sisse. Activate Sisse, yes. So all of, I think almost all of our equipment actually do pump because that makes Sisse better. And we're going to see that we're we're going to want, by the end of the day, we're going to want Sisse to be like 10 or 11 power, 13 power, wink, wink, <laughs> wink. Because there's, like we said, some big boys. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the Immortal Sun. Players can't activate Planeswalker loyalty abilities. A little bit of a non-bow with some of our legends coming up, but we don't we don't care that much because at the beginning of your draw step, draw an additional card. Spells you cost cast one, two, two, two three. Spells you cast cost one less to cast. And creatures you control get buffed. Plus one, plus one. Hooray! Tenza Goto's Maul. Equipped creature gets plus one, plus one. As long as it's legendary, which it is, plus two, plus two. And if it was red, it would also get trampled, but it's not. So ah. there's a thing. Tatsumasa the Dragon's Fang. Oh, dang. Have we ever played this card? I don't think so. Oh. Okay, so if we search for this equipment with Sisei's ability, because it's legendary, we can circumvent paying six to cast it. <laughs> yeah. Which is great, because it equips for three. No, it, it, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Equipped creature gets plus five. Plus five. That's pretty good. That's pretty dang old good. That makes Sisei a three-hit guy. Jump. Three, yes. three hit chump. Yeah. <laughs> three pump chump. Yeah. And you could pay six, remove Tatsumasa, the dragon's fang, from the game. You get a five five blue dragon. Uh I don't I don't think that we care about that, hey? We just want to get Sisse huge. Yeah, you can make a dragon with it, and then if the dragon dies, the sword comes back. Oh. So that's like pretty good. if you if you're in need of a creature, you can you can do that. Yeah. Also. Next up, Sword of the Chosen. Oh, dude, we've played this before. We sure have. This is equipment before equipment was equipment. That's right. This is two-drop artifact, tap, target legend gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. And it's got a sick picture on it. Yeah, pretty much any card in the deck is going to benefit from this. Yes. Except for that Scuttlemutt. People have been calling this Sword of the Anime, which is not right. It's Sword of the Anima. Oh. So we should all get that right. So Sword of the Anima. Plus one, plus one. Equip creature attacks. You may search your library for a basic land, put on the battlefield, tap, shuffle. Sure. Sword of Cauldra. Yeah, I wish we were playing all the Cauldra pieces, but we ain't. Equip creature, plus five, plus five. 
When a equipped creature deals deals damage to a creature, exile that creature. Nice. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yep. New classic shadow spear. Shadow pair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Equipped creature gets plus one, plus one. Trample, lifelink, permanence, your opponent's control, lose, indestructible, and hexproof, and equipped two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have Ronass's po- Ronass's podium. Ronass's monument. Road ass podium. Yep. Sure. Yep. Everybody knows what we're talking about. Why this one? Okay. Whenever you cast a creature spell, target creature you control gets plus two plus two until end of turn. Is that why we're playing this one? I, I don't know. On I, I don't know. This this is a really weird include because there's not a ton of creatures that we've seen yet. And most of the creatures that we have seen, we're going to want to cheat into play. And most of the creatures, aka all of them except for Gigantha, is not green. Yeah. So. So it must be whenever you cast a creature spell, you get plus two, plus two onto Sisse to find something bigger. For like a, for like um, like a big surge turn, you know what I mean? Like yeah. an alpha turn. Must be. Uh, Heroes Podium. Heroes yeah. the Podium came from. I was wondering where that word, why that word was in my brain. Yes. Yeah. Each legendary creature you control gets plus one, plus one for each other legend you control. No. That's coat of arms for legends. Just for you. Just for you, which is great. And you can X, tap, look at the top X of your library. You can reveal a legend and you put it into your hand. That's fun. Yeah. What hand of Vecna. At the beginning of combat on your turn, equip creature or a creature you control named Vecna gets plus X plus X where X is the number of cards in your hand. Fine. Equip, pay one life for each card in your hand or equip for two. Neat. So this equips for free if you have no cards in your hand. And it is worth it because it doesn't do anything at that point. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> okay. How about Hammer of Nizan? Oh, yeah. This super powerful equipment. Mm-hmm. Plus two, plus one, indestructible. Mm-hmm. Good already. And Hammer of Nizan or another equipment enters the battlefield under your control. You can attach that equipment to a creature you control. So maybe you search with Sisse for this first, equip, and then you can just go and get all of your big, like, Dragon's Fang and... And Tenza and all the, the sort of Cauldra plus five plus five. Mm. And then Sisse's like plus five and plus five and plus two from Hammer and then two power natively. So she's like. She's big now. 12, 14 power. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's not too bad. Dragon Throne of Tarkir. I like this one. Equipped creature has Defender. Don't care. And two tap. Other creatures you control gain Trample and plus X plus X until end of turn where X is this creature's power. So if you can do what I just said, Sisse, no haste, Dragon Throne, and and tap Sisse and give all your team plus 14. It's mm. pretty good, yeah. This is it, I use this as a win con in my Toxrill deck. Because I put it on Toxrill and make all my slugs giant. Oh, yeah. And then swing in for slug damage. This kind of feels like Crater Hoof, but like slower and jankier. Yes. Which we've demonstrated time and again that we are... Those things. Slower and jankier. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's Crater Hoof with a bad knee. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Chris Von Doom's uh, little friend Watson, who also has a bad knee. He's going to get it surgically repaired. Uh, hey, me and Watson. For him. Yeah, we're going to be laid up at the same time. 
Fucking me and Watson both getting our knees done. <laughs> <laughs> and the last card in the pump section is Black Blade Reforged. Plus one, plus one for each land you control. Great. Cool. Yeah. Let's go on to some Planeswalkers. Oh, and remember, remember kids at home, Planeswalkers equal legendary. Yes. Find them with Sisse and hopefully you don't draw into Immortal Sun because these are some powerful P-dubs. We'll, we'll just start with Ugin the Spirit Dragon. Oof. Yeah. Plus two deals three damage to any target. That's mm-hmm. that's fine. That's just fine. I might have killed somebody with that before. Sure. I know I've definitely killed somebody with minus X, each per, uh, exile each permanent with converted mana cost X or less. That's one or more colors. Exile all their stuff and then just attack with everything and they die. Yeah. Yes, and then minus 10, you gain 7 life, draw 7 cards, and put up to 7 permanent cards from your hand onto the battle. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a ridiculous ultimate, hey? I've seen it happen one time, and the game was already over. Like, they'd already won the game, but they just did. Like, ah, it's funny, and then... I I have done that one before. I've done that one time exactly ever. Ugin the Ineffable, which is a lie because he's on the nation. We can F anybody we want. Yes. We're in charge here. Six drop, four loyalty. Colorless spells you cast cost two less. That's good. It's good in this deck because everything's colorless except like a couple. Yeah. Plus one, you exile a creature and they get a tutu or something. Yes. And then minus three is destroy target permanent that's colored. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. Okay. Karn the Great Creator. Oh, sweet lord, mama. <laughs> activated abilities of artifacts your opponents control can't be activated. So it's a one-sided null rod. Because we needed that. Yeah. You okay. Yeah. Plus one, until end of turn, target non-creature artifact becomes an artifact equal to its bigliness. Right. Uh, casting cost. Correct. And if you'll remember, we had some sizable artifacts thus far. Yeah, 7-7 seven, seven Chromatic Orrery coming at you, baby. Yeah, and a bunch of 5-5 five, five equipment and stuff. Yep. That's fine. And then minus 2, you may choose an artifact. Oh, that's the outside the game. Yeah, right? you can't we don't do care it. about that. Yeah, it doesn't work in Commander. So okay. we'll just move right on to Karn, Scion of Urza. Oh, baby. Plus 1, reveal the top 2 cards of your library, and your opponent chooses one of them, and you, you, get, you get something, right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you know what? We're glossing over these because they're kind of difficult to read all the words on them. And when they're not doing what the deck actually does. No, so. no, you're right. We've got some four drop ones here that are easy to cast. And we've got some ones that are like ultimately backbreaking for certain kinds, kinds of decks. And if we went on the Planeswalker route with Sisse and just like got Ugin, Ugin, Karn, Karn, Karn. That's probably going to be game over for all of our opponents because they're just not going to be able to do anything. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because Ugin's going to get rid of all their stuff. Karn's going to make it so they can't do anything with their mana rocks or activated abilities and animating our guys. And then we're just going to smash over the turn after because we've gotten some of the guys we're going to talk about in a minute. Yeah, and the last one in this section is Karn Liberated. I really hate this card in Commander. I really do. Uh, it's got it's a seven drop six loyalty planeswalker. It's plus four. It's plus four ability is target player exiles a card from their hand. It's my his, his minus three is exile target permanent, and his minus fourteen ultimate says, listen very closely to the next three words I'm about to say, restart the game. Yikes. And then 
leaving in exile all non-aura permanent cards, exiled with card liberated, then put all the cards into battlefield on your... So you start with all the shit that he exiled. Yes, you know what? I, I hate that card, and I hate it. I've done that one time, and here's here's why this was... My story makes it okay. <laughs> I'm justifying this for myself. I've done that one time where I've restarted the game. There was me and one other player left, and it was that very brief chunk of time where Grizzlebrand was not banned. And the last remaining player was playing grizzlebrand.deck. Well, here's the thing. You, <laughs> you're restarting the game. Yes. And the game of Commander starts with four players. So the other two guys that were dead would have come back into that game. Oh, is that how that works? Yes. Oh. That's why Karn shouldn't get... The players who are dead don't... They, they're not still dead. Is that really? Yes, because you're restarting the game. At the start of the game, there are four players. No way. Yes. Okay, that's not how we did it. I started that game that I just talked about with one of my own things. I don't remember what it was. It might have been like a Traxos, which is like a 7-7 for four or something. Yeah. And my opponent's Grave Titan. And there was one other thing. And I had seven cards in hand. I guess he had seven cards in hand too. But I had all like my my lands and shit, didn't I? No, I didn't because I restarted the game. restarted the game. I still won the game. But yes, I can see why... Like I, I think I think a lot of people look at it just the way that that you did, but like restarting the game means the two players that have been eliminated from this probably miserable slog of a game because yes. you're playing Karn Liberated. Let's just do it again. Let's just do it again. You know what I like? You know what I like about Karn Liberated? This is what I like is you go Karn Liberated plus four, and and this is like on turn seven, let's say, right? Plus seven, I'll get the last card out of your hand. Yeah. Fantastic. Now you have no cards in hand. Or, like, I get one of your best two cards remaining in your hand. Yeah. And because it's a plus four, like, he protects himself just by being huge. Just by being a fucking thick daddy. Yeah, like, tick up, tick down. He's he's still miserable, but he's fine. Tick up, and then tick down, exile target permanent. He goes yeah. to seven. Tick up, he goes to 11. Tick down. And, and you're just picking off exactly what you need to at that point in the game that he lets you continue to further do what you're going to do and just pretend he doesn't have that last ability. Yeah, because it, it's miserable for everybody. And Nobody likes that. And he'd still be good if he didn't even have that last ability. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right, moving on to just some some good stuff that's in the deck. Some cool legendary shit. There's some neat stuff in here, starting sure. with that which was taken. Oh, yeah. Okay, legendary artifact, which I think, again, all of these things are legendary. Every mm-hmm. single one. Most of them. That which was taken. Four, tap, put a divinity counter on target permanent you control. Each permanent with a divinity counter on it is indestructy. Neat. Pretty good. Swiftfoot boots. We all know Swiftfoot oh, boots. not legendary. Yeah, but we all know that one. Sure. Skyship Weatherlight. Oh, this is the OG one from Plane Shift. Mm-hmm. Not the new one. This is when Skyship Weatherlight enters the battlefield, search your library for any number of artifact and or creature cards and exile them. Okay. Four, tap. Choose a card at random that was exiled and put it into your hand. Cool. It's a kind of... Tu- I, I didn't count that as a tutor because... You probably should because you find one card with it and then get it. I it's suppose. a shitty tutor, but I mean, it's it's there. I suppose. I You know what I think? If, if you're going to shitty tutor, like, why not play Planar Portal? Because yeah. it's just six. Oh, because this is four and then four to activate. Planar Portal is six and then six to activate, right? Uh, maybe. Something. Anyway, and this one's legendary. I sure. guess that's why. Let's do some more Cauldra stuff, because we have her shield. 
Oh, yeah, do we? Hey, we do have all the pieces. I thought we didn't. Oh, we do, though. I must have missed one when I looked at the deck. Dang. Unprofessional podcasting (laughs) unprofessional. (laughs) Dang. Okay. Us never. Equipment named Sword of Cauldra, Shield of Cauldra, and Helm of Cauldra are indestructible. Okay. Yes. So, So we've played the sword already. Yes. Now the sword and the helm are indestructible. And equipped creature is indestructible. And it equips for four. Yes. That's the set symbol for Darksteel. Yes, it is. That thing is made out of Darksteel. It is the shield. Cool. We have another monument. We have a couple more monuments, and I don't get it. Yeah, this is the Oketra's monument. White creatures cost less, so Sisse. Yeah, so that'll make your commander cost less. And whenever you cast a creature, you get a 1-1 white soldier with vigilance. That's fine for, like, long game, maybe, for blocking? Sure. We still haven't talked about a creature that isn't Sisse, Scuttlemud, or Giganta. There hasn't been a creature in this deck. Okay, well, let's look at... Um, let's look at Lithoform Engine. No, I was going to say, cool. let's look at Hazaret's monument. That's the last monument. Okay. That is the, the red one. Whenever you, Red stuff costs one less. And whenever you cast a creature spell, you may discard a card if you do draw a card. Sure, sure. sure. And Giganta would cost less with that. Yes. Okay. We'll move on to Lithoform Engine. Lithoform Engine. Holy smokes. Two tap, copy, in, uh, copy target activated ability you control. Three tap. Copy target instant or sorcery you control. Four tap, copy target permanent spell you control. Very cool. That was the first time we saw copy target permanent spell, right? I think it was, yes. it was, because the copy becomes a token. That's a really cool ability. You can copy Sisse's search, find, put into play ability. Oh! Oh! (laughs) Oh! If you were playing removal, you could could, uh, copy those. And if you're playing a giant FU permanent, you can copy that too. Dude, we could copy... Planeswalker abilities. Yeah. We could cop... Ooh, Ugin's plus two now does six? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's not too bad. Like, you only have to activate that a couple times when you got some creatures, and you're just going to kill people. You could use Karn's super duper ultimate twice to restart the game and then restart the game. Oh, man. And and because... The second, the second time you didn't t- have anything you exiled, you just, The game is just starting again. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Hey, you've always wanted Scheherazade to be legal. That's true. That's true. But I'm a bad person, Ryan. I'm a bad person. Yes. Next card is Cauldra Complete. Oh, yeah. not And not the equipment. No. Right? No, this is Living Weapon, Indestructible, plus five, plus five, and has First Strike, Trample, Indestructible, Haste, and whenever this creature deals combat damage to a creature, exile that creature. I believe it does all of the things that the Cauldra equipment does. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, it's also a living weapon, so when it comes in and it gets attached to a germ. Yeah, so you just say this for seven and it's just already a dude. Yeah. A 5-5 five, five dude. That's right. It's pretty good. Helm of the Host. That copies equip creature, but it's not legendary. That is correct. Oh man, that's powerful in this deck. Helm of Cauldron. Yeah. Last piece of Cauldron. Here it is. Yeah, this is... Equip creature has first strike, trample, and haste. And one, if you... Control equipment named Helm, Sword, and Shield. You put a 4-4 colorless avatar creature token named Calder onto the battlefield and equip all of that stuff to it. Yeah. I want to equip all those things and Calder complete to it. So it's like complete, complete. <laughs> but each each complete is spelt differently. <laughs> the, the regular way and the Phyrexian way. I, I want to do that. Man. Uh, Heart of Kiran. Oh, my Kiran. Kiran. I'm going to say yeah. it differently. I'm going I'm to... It's like Duran Duran. This is yeah. heart of Kiran Kiran. Yes. <laughs> okay, this is our first vehicle. My my favorite creature type. Or my favorite <laughs> artifact type. 
four four flying vig crew three you can um you can remove loyalty counters from a planeswalker you control rather than pay heart of kieran's crew cost i don't understand why that's there because all of your planeswalkers are better served to not have their loyalty abilities removed well, if you've got a Karn, you just plus three, plus four them. And I, you're like, I'll plus four, exile your last card, and then I'll hit you for four with my Kieran. I suppose. Or I guess you can use it to block. And Karn's still at nine. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. I think that one might just be in there because it's legendary. Yes. Gaunty's Aether Heart. This is extra turn. Yep. This is uh, whenever Gaunty's Aether Heart or another artifact enters the battlefield under your control, you get energy, energy. Sure. Why couldn't they just put two energy? Like two and then the energy sign? Because that's 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 Be- too confusing, Ryan. Because the next line proves that they should have done that. Yes. And you're going to read it exactly the way that... Oh, mother gonna, ass. Okay. And everybody's going to shut the show off. Okay. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Pay energy, 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 energy. Did I get there? I think you got there, yes. I think so. Exile Gaunti's Aether Heart. Take an extra turn after this one. Sure. You got that lithoform engine? You do that twice. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's pretty dang old good. Yeah. Okay. So there's some extra turn stuff. We've got a God Pharaoh's statue. Spells your opponent's cast cost two more. And at the beginning of our end step, each opponent loses one life. This little stacks piece. Yeah. Elbrus the Binding Blade. Oh, this one's kind of a black card. Yeah. But, but you know what? It, Equipped creature gets plus one plus O, which is good. And if equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, unattach Elbrus the Binding Blade and transform it into Withengar Unbound. A 13-13 flying intimidating trampler. Great guy to put all your equipment on. Yep. Yes. And whenever a player loses the game... (laughs) Put 13 plus one plus one counters on Withengar. I feel like that was just with wizards just, let's make a ridiculous creature. Let's just make something just ridiculous. Yes. And and put it on the back of a knife and we'll we'll do it. And it's, that's what yeah, Withengar it's, is. Yeah, it's a, it's a cursed knife or possessed knife. Yeah. And because they're hiding it behind like that extra step mechanically, they're just like, yeah, do whatever you want. Akroma's <laughs> <laughs> Memorial is our next card. Oh, yeah. Good finisher card, right? Not in this deck. Not in this deck? Mm-mm. Why not? Because we don't need it. You don't need it. Oh, okay. Well, creatures you control have flying, first strike, vigilance, trample, haste, and protection from black and from red. Well, trample is good and flying is good. I guess. Because some of our big baddies don't have those. <sighs> but, okay, last last good stuff card. Aetherworks Marvel. Whenever a permit you control is put into a graveyard, you get an energy. So great with Gaunty. Okay. Gaunty's Aether Heart. And, oh, here we go again. And do it again. Tap, pay, energy, 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 energy. Correct. Got there this time. I knew that that one was six. Mm-hmm. Is it six? It is six. It's six. Yeah, I yeah. counted okay. while you were talking. Okay. Yeah. Look at the top six, oh, six cards of your library. Yeah. yeah, there it is. You may cast a card from among them without paying its mana cost and put the others onto the bottom. That's like Cascade Energy. Kenergy, cask. Kenergy. Kenergy. Nenergy. Menergy. Okay. Sure. That's a neat card. I actually like that card. I should get one of those and play it. I yeah, like that. Yeah, that's a good little card. I like that. That's I'm... good. Remember when it ruined standard? I do. You got banned and stuff? Yeah. yeah. I, I bet you I could play that in like a like a treasure focused deck. I'll bet you that would be neat. Because every, you know, I sack some treasures and do some stuff that I'm going to do anyway. And then just what, get a thing what, for free. What is energy? Do you get an energy token or is it just energy? Like it's just a nothing. 
I think we, as the person, get an energy counter. Oh. In the same way that we would get a poison counter. Can I you think proliferate an energy? I think so. I don't know if you can. I can't see why you couldn't. I, I don't it, think it's a counter. I think it's just an energy. No, an energy counter. An energy counter. Oh, so you could pr- proliferate yeah. them. Yeah. I was going to say, if it's a token, you could put it in, like, Brutoclad and just get all the energies. Oh, if it, well, man, it was a token? Yeah. Oh, I'd be a... energying all over the place. Yeah. So let's talk. Now, we've talked about not having enough creatures. Because yeah. there's, there's, what, three? We found about three creatures so far in the entire deck. Now there's eight more. Yes. To justify all do, those monuments. D- does that count Calder complete? Oh, no, not counting that one. So there's, uh, that guy counts. There's, there's, okay. there's 11 creatures in the deck. And let's talk about some big fat fatties. Oh, man, these are the thickest of daddies. Ulamog the Infinite Gyre. Ulamog. This is this is Oldamog. Oldamog, yes. Yes. A 10-10 for 11 that when you cast it, so you, we don't get that with Sisse. Right. But we don't necessarily care because it's a... Frickin' 10-10 with Indestructible and Annihilator 4. Yeah. So when it when it attacks, Defending Player sacrifices 4 permanents. Remember when, when Bane broke Batman's back? Yes. That, that's that's this in a card. That's that in a card. Yes. Almost as, as, as back-breaking as Ulamog the Ceaseless Hunger. Oh, man. When you cast Ulamog the Ceaseless Hunger, exile 2 cards, 2 target permanent... You kill two things. You you exile two things. I couldn't even say that, right? Yeah. <laughs> exile two things. Indestructible, 10-10. This time for only 10. Yeah. That, that Annihilator, though. The Annihilator is definitely worth yes, one. Yes, yes. And when it attacks, defending player exiles the top 20 cards of their library. Sure. I would put that in Bruvac if it said mill. <laughs> and that would be my, my finisher. And I would maybe cut, like, something else that's big. But no, it's exile. Traxos, we talked about him earlier, Scourge of Krug. 7-7 seven, seven for 4. That's pretty good. Yep. Pretty good. Trample, enters the battlefield tapped and doesn't untap during your untap. But whenever we cast a historic spell, we untap them. And that's an artifact, a legendary, or a saga. So essentially our entire deck. Because basically everything's legendary. Yes. Although Sisse cheating something into play doesn't count. No. Doesn't count that. But, like, you go Traxos, and then Mox Amber that I drew this turn. Yeah. <laughs> Untaps your, my 7-7 seven, seven for 4. Okay. Memnarch. Oh, this guy's a dick, hey? What an asshole this yeah. card is. 4-5, legendary artifact creature wizard. Doesn't look, it's not even wearing a wizard hat. Well, look look at him Look at him really up close. It's a guy with big old bug-looking legs and a big brain on top of his head. And you know what should be on top of that big brain? A wizard hat. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't have a wizard hat on <laughs> He there. doesn't even have a staff. He'd rather expose his fucking brain than wear a wizard hat? This guy's a bad wizard. Never mind. If you ran under him real fast and just, like, put your hand up as you run underneath him, you'd get him right in the nuts. Oh, just bedding his ball sack as oh, you run yeah. through his legs? Hell yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like that scene on, um, what is it, Casino Royale? Or um, what's the one where James Bond and they whack his... Junk in the chair? Uh, I don't care. Man, that's terrible. I yeah, I would, so I would not want that to happen to me. No, but here, you don't want Memnarch to happen to you either. This right. is a 4-5 a wizard, blue-blue one. Target permanent becomes an artifact in addition to its other types. Sure. And blue three, gain control of target artifact. So you could start stealing stuff. And, the, and it, that's the, if you have infinity manas, you just steal your opponent's board states and then kill them. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mostly, though, maybe get a blocker out of the way for your Ulamog and take 11. Or if random artifact on the table is really good, just take it. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Kozilek Butcher of Truth. Oh, baby. Annihilator 4, 12-12. When you cast it, draw four cards. Sorry, that's fine. Yeah. You know what? Something tells me that this deck wants to play the long game and just tutor turn over turn over turn. And sometimes I think that you just tutor for mana rocks if you have a Kozilek in your hand. Like, (laughs) you get that, you get that, um, that Joyer is familiar. No, that doesn't work. You get the Forsaken Monument. You get the Chromatic Orrery. You get the Arcane Signet. You, like, you just do all, you get the Immortal Sun. You get all the stuff just so you can cast that Kozlik and that Ulamog because they're just so powerful when you cast them. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Uh, Karn Silver Golem. Oh, yeah. Karn 1.0. <laughs> yeah. 4-4, four, four, you can animate an artifact. Sure. And if he attacks or blocks, he gets minus 4 plus 4. So he's hard to kill. Good blocker. Doesn't it just get smaller? Whenever Karn Silver Golem blocks or becomes blocked, it gets... Oh, Minus four plus. I thought it said minus four, minus four. This uh, is the worst card ever printed of all time. Kills himself. I forgot all of, I forgot how bad this card was. Speaking of cards that are bad, Hopeless of Girapur. Yes, Hopeless. This is the first thing you tutor for, though. No counters on Sisei needed. True. Then you turn them blue, and then Sisei's a 3 3. You can get your monuments. Ooh. Ooh yeah, yeah. Get those monuments, baby. Get yeah. them in there. And you get the monument, then you get the Gigantha, then you can Sisei for. Eh, easy. Yeah. Every turn. Sure. So, like, th- that is the progression, right? Yeah. That's a standard operating procedure. Anyways, flying 1-1 one, one for 1, you sacrifice him, and until end of turn, target player who was dealt damage, combat damage by Hope of Gearpore this turn, can't cast non-creature spells. Ooh. Bit of a control piece. Yeah, a little bit of a control piece. And of note, we are playing Academy Ruins, which gets your Hope of Gearpore back. Neat. And if you've got a haste enabler, you can cast them, equip, hit them again, sack it again, turn over turn. They can never cast stuff. That aren't creatures. That aren't creatures. Yeah. So and 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 we don't give a shit. Woe be to you if they cast a creature spell that uh, flies. Uh, I suppose so. Yeah. And then yeah. that's that's maybe why we want also to find like your jeet. Yeah. And just have those jeet counters loaded up from previous Hope of Girapur attacks. So you can just minus the minus minus. Man, jeet's good, eh? That's a good card, yeah. Jeet's fucking good. Okay, last creature. La- last creature and last card in the deck is Emrakul, the Promised End. Let's see what you did there. The last one? Yeah. And yeah. Promised yeah. End? Yeah. Show's yeah. going to be over soon? Yeah. Oh, man, we're too dang old. We're good. the worst. 13-13 for 13. Okay. Mm-hmm. One less to cast for each card type among cards in your graveyard. Okay. Sure, yeah. That's maybe land, cool. maybe creature, maybe artifact. So all of a sudden it costs 10. Uh, I don't know. What else? What else? Is that, that's like maybe sorcery. We've got like an enchant creature. Yeah. There's a possibility that you would have a creature in there. Of note, two of those Eldrazi Titans shuffle your graveyard back into your library when they die. Oh. So... Well, we'll just wait. There's more. Okay. You may cast Emrakul. Oh, no. When you cast Emrakul, you gain control of target opponent during that player's next turn. And then they gain control of your next turn. No, they just take an extra turn. Oh, they just take one. Yeah. Well, if they're dead. Yeah, if you can kill them with their stuff on their turn. Swing all out at somebody else with all their shit to leave them open. And then... No, they get an extra turn after that one. 
Like, oh, what the hell? You you take their turn, do whatever they want, and then they take their turn. Oh. Yeah, this... You know what? Every time that that's happened to me, I've just completely wrecked myself via my opponent taking my turn. Like, yeah. you know, everybody runs sack outlets, and everybody will make non-profitable attacks, so you just lose all your mana dorks and your little dudes, and they cast cards stupidly, right? Like, sign in blood you instead of doing it to myself because i'm doing it like you're doing it for me you know you lose when somebody takes your turn yeah pretty often it happened to me one one time this is my favorite stolen turn thing ever somebody stole my turn when i was playing norin and when they took my turn there was nothing that they could do that wouldn't just be what i would have done anyway (laughs) like there was nothing they could do to hose me and really they what are they going to, are they going to play a spell and just take two damage? So they just took my turn and said, <sighs> pass the turn, go. And then, <laughs> so basically I just got my turn skipped. It was so cool. Oh man, that's fantastic. I was so happy. That's, that's the deck. Well, hold on. Emmercool still does more stuff. Oh yeah. It's got flying trample protection from instance. That's pretty good. It's a good creature. Yeah. But the, I don't know. It's. It's steal a, th- a steal a spell or a turn thing can definitely work not the way that you want it to. It's a little bit hit or miss in in what you do, but if you're paying attention to what your opponents are doing, you can probably yeah like still pick the right person to hose and not pick the you know the Noran player and get nothing. Yeah. Now of note, just real quick, Academy Ruins, Basaju, who shelters all Dark Depths, Eye of Ugin, uh, Gaia Reach Sanitarium, like it's got. 37 lands and a ton of them almost all of them are legendary cool and like legendary lands in commander fantastic like kamigawa lands fantastic so good uh good includes on the land sweet anti-brando yes now let's get into it a little bit quickly we've got some strengths and weaknesses let's start with some strengths we'll work over to the weaknesses Maybe end on a positive strength or, or something. Yes. Okay. Employs the muscle is a strength. Yes. It plays very, very powerful cards that is, I think, the the, the core of EDH is you want to play those big, stupid-ass, swingy cards that are just stupid and strong. And this card, this deck plays all of them. Yeah. Every single one of them. And if you wanted to break the colorless restriction that's been put on this deck by its creator, you could literally play... Every big swingy stupid card that you wanted in this deck, and it would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Now about that, about playing any big stupid swingy creature that you wanted, a card that you wanted in this deck, we aren't doing that. Yeah. And and what's cool about this is it's not Sisse Shrines, which is the new hotness. Like uh, all of EDH rec right now is Sisse Shrines. That's 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 one thing. Huh. Anything that kind of feels or looks like it represents not Sisse Shrines, this deck, not playing. <laughs> not doing. And and we get to say it's five color colorless, which I think is is such an interesting thing to say. Like if, if I sat down with somebody and they said that to me, I'd be like, what does that mean? Like I'd be intrigued. Yes. Because like you and I, we like weird decks like this. We like when somebody does some creative thing that, is just so weird and wacky that we can talk about it on the show. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Weakness. Weakness. Slow. Slow. I think it's probably slow. Very slow. 
I'll bet you this deck is super duper slow. And do you, do you, you, do you trade off the the speed for that that huge top end power turn over turn over turn over turn once you hit like turn seven or eight? I think that you could have both and cut some of the like the weird includes like those monuments. Unless we're missing something really serious with those monuments, just cut them and put in either more rocks or more ramp, or or something, hmm. or something else to make this a big. Or maybe because, and this is one of the weaknesses we're going to talk about, is that the win conditions are pretty light in this deck. You could add more. Get more. Like, yeah. you don't you don't think that all the big Eldrazi guys are good enough win conditions? No. No? No. You need more? Yes. There's like eight of them. Yeah. But more. you have to kill three people and you're going to bring out a thing that doesn't have haste probably. Yeah. And then try and attack in at somebody enough times to kill them because none of them have infect or commander damage mm. so being a 10 10 you still have to swing at them four times provided they haven't gained any life like each it's, it's going to be an uphill battle and then the whole time you have to hope that they don't remove your guy or enchant it so it can't attack or tap it down forever or kill you while you're trying to kill oh. them right so here's here's where we'll flip it back over to to a strength yes is i th- i think that you there's a little bit of a script to the deck. What do I get? Let's call it mid-game, because early game you're setting up your Sisse and actually casting things. Mm-hmm. I think that you cast things more often than than we were all led to believe with Sisse. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you still are playing magic. You're still casting things, right? Yeah. And I think there's a script up to the point where you get, and and I, I think that you get a Chroma's Memorial, because it just goes onto the battlefield. Yeah. And then after that, everything you get is really is, good is really good because it has haste yeah so and flying and trample and vigilance and all that other stuff. <laughs> yes and and hard to block because it's got two protections yes so i and you got a scuttle mutt and color changer so you can color change their shit to red and black <laughs> yeah like i think it's i think it's good uh, i think you cast more stuff than than what we're led to believe and i think if you're not interacted with like you might not be in casual games as much you just keep your guys out and just pummel people with them. <laughs> now, speaking of the guys, lots of big legends and Eldrazi's means lots of money. Yeah, those Eldrazi Titans are running between 40 and what, like $80? Yes, yes. So when we do a deck like this, I like to showcase, because it's so unique, because obviously Brandon, the guy who submitted the deck, probably has all these cards he's got the ones denoted like which ones he has in foil and special arts and stuff this is the kind of thing where we don't necessarily change it and say oh don't play emrakul don't play two ulamogs like play this instead yeah right? I mean, and in a deck like this what do you get instead what maybe the instead? maybe a blight steel but it's not legendary yeah so you, you you're kind of stuck based on again the what this deck is doing you kind of need those eldrazis to do because if you cut the eldrazis out of this deck Oh baby, you're not going very far. The the top end of your your power yeah goes g- gets and significantly less. Essentially, what you're playing with is instead of a giant cannon, you have a dirty diaper that's full of, of poop, and you're asking people if they want to put their face in it, oh. and if they say no, you're dead now. Yes, because they still have the big cannon. Well, it and sounds you don't. it sounds like our onion pack giveaway. Yes, <laughs> but you know what? Let's get into it just just for um completionist sake okay $1,272 for this deck if you've got some Eldrazi's and if you've got a lot of those lands then you're you're a good portion of the way there 
just the Eldrazi. That's that's Emrakul, Emrakul. Sorry, that's Ulamog, Nulamog, Kozilek, Emrakul. Two hundred and seventy bucks. So if you got those, you're you're doing okay. Yeah. The ramp package and. It doesn't include Mana Crypt or Mana Vault, mm-hmm. which are like 150 and 100 respectively, but does include two Moxes. Which are 50 and 70, I think, respectively. Something like that. The ramp package, all cards in it, including Soul Ring, Arcane Signet, blah, 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 150 bucks. Hmm. And you're you're paying a huge price for those two Moxes because they're legendary. Yeah. So if you don't have them, I mean, maybe you don't need them. And remember, you are casting stuff. You're not just paying five mana to tutor for fucking mocks like you're not yeah right but they do help with your hero's podium and stuff so i understand why they're in there yeah you could also play something like a fist of sons so you could cheat things out of your hand too so oh, you're yeah. making wooberg you might as you can play fist of sons or joda i guess if again if you want to but fist of sons works really good yeah and then and then you're going away from the colorless aspect if you if you play a joda yeah but so. fist of sons still works it, it's on it's on brand it's on theme and it lets you cast oh yeah because it's an artifact right yeah. yeah and you get to cast your eldrazi from your hand oh you for cast Wooberg. them for wooberg and then you get their big super ability that's right? an excellent include yeah that's a really good one okay final budget thing i was going to talk about is the lands all of the lands all put together every single one 330 dollars. that's not even that bad that, yeah there's no dual lands there's no dual lands yeah. there's no there, is there shocks and fetches not but, for three hundred dollars, there isn't. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't matter. Like, like mostly, it's it's the academy ruins at fourteen, and the Besaidu at thirty five, and the dark depths at twenty two, and the eye of Ugin foil at seventeen. Right, like each little land card is is expensive, and I wanted to just take one minute, not even one minute, to say how much trouble I've been having with my five color mana base in Crab Tribal. It's hard. Because so many cards in that deck are different colors. Mm-hmm. This deck, I think it'd be easy. So if you didn't have all those fancy utility lands like that do really powerful things, put in other utility lands that just give you marginal benefit. Yeah. Because they're going to be better than basics. Because to cast stuff in the deck, you don't actually need lands. And you've got a companion that allows you to do sissy things. In a deck like this, you could even go out and invest like the $3 in a few of the the time spiral storage lands. Mm-hmm. And then when you're not doing anything for a turn or whatever, you can just slowly accumulate oh, yeah. uh, t- tokens and counters on those. And then maybe you'll get the big five, six mana out of them later on yeah, in the game. Yeah, you, you get some early creatures out and you get some equipments out and you're just playing that kind of long game to build up sissy so you can go like, Maybe three turns in a row, like Ulamog, Ulamog, Kozilek, and then kill your last opponent or whatever. Yeah. You store up some lands while you're just hiding behind some, like, Cauldra Completes and stuff. Yeah. And Scuttlemutt. <laughs> That's pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. And final bit. Final bit. Final bit. Spice Calculator. Spice Calculator. We haven't done one in a couple weeks, but I wanted to do it for this deck. Okay. Okay. 600... 6,279 lists for Sissé on EDHREC.com. Oh, my God. So many. Oh, my God. It's the third highest five-color commander. Wow. Yeah. I'm not not looking at EDHREC.com, so I don't Uh, know what it's near. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. It's behind. It's behind. You're hearing mouse clicks all left, right, and center. It's behind Kenrith and the Ur-Dragon. And right above the Band Golos. 
Yeah, still 62-42 goal those days. <laughs> <laughs> People are just not letting go of the old past, eh? No. Okay, so you punch that along with a average mana value, 4.36. Oh, my God. Oh, baby, I knew the numbers on the spice calculator would be cuckoo. Yes. Now, I left it at one tutor because that weather light is so crappy. Well, and but, I mean, Sissé's a tutor. And Sissé's a tutor, so... The spice calculator kind of breaks down when every turn you can tutor. Yeah. So let's just fucking pretend that we can't. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Cards different than the stock list on edhrec.com front page for Sissy. Okay. And remember, it's all Shrine Tribal. Mm-hmm. And it's all legendary matters and the most powerful Jingataxis and Praetors. And yeah. You know the deck. I do. Not today. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> 45 of our cards are different than the nice. stock list. We're so doing you, it. You punch it all in, and it actually gives us a spice rating of 56.7. Nice. Which is good. Passes the 50 test. Yeah, that's a solid amount of spice for a deck like this. And you know what? We're seeing less and less decks in the 60 and 70 range because people want to play the mana rocks that, that they're told to online. And they, they mm. want to play. That's a nice way to say it. Hey? Yeah. And and they want to play like the efficient card draw and the the one and two cast removal. Yeah, they don't want to play the junk shit that we played six or seven years ago. They want to play the good stuff. Sure. So to see a, a deck that's forty five cards unique, it's almost all of them. It's pretty good. Yeah, it gives you fifty. Almost gives you sixty. Which is really good. Yes. Especially these days, like you say. Yes, especially these days. Troubling times, you yeah. see. All you kids out there with your efficiency. Back <sighs> in my day, we used to play five drop counter spells because it's all we could afford. Yes, we used to play We used to play six drops that had nothing but flavor text. <laughs> and we liked it. <laughs> <laughs> and they only had four power. Four, four, four toughness. Four to- I can't even tell my own Four power thing. and toughness. Oh, yeah. Four power and toughness. No, wait, it was Craw Worms. It was 5-4 five, yes. five, for 6. No, it's a 6-4 for 6. Oh, damn it. Oh, man, we suck. We're, We're so old, we don't even remember. We don't even remember how those terrible cards that we totally used to play in real life. Oh, man. For real, though. Final thought of the day on final, the deck. Final thought of the day on the deck. I think that this is a really cool idea. It's a really great restriction to have. It really does break the mold of five colors in that it clearly just doesn't do the all sisse good stuff all the time, which I really appreciate. It does kind of fall down a little bit in the wins category and i think that does kind of relegate it to being kind of an oddity in a really casual deck but that doesn't mean it's bad it's spicy it's cool it's swingy it plays all the stuff that makes edh decks and edh games really good and i'm always happy to see that on that note big thanks to fusiongamingonline.com for supplying cards for decks like this and for helping us keep the lights on for everybody out there listening thank you for being out there and listening and if you have a breaking the mold deck in what is it white black or green that you would like to submit we need those for the rest of the arc and if you have one we'd love to feature it on the next episode of wait i got this oh i cut you off okay mono black dragons i want to see that deck because there's some there's some dragons somebody somebody put that together maybe we'll have it for you on the next episode of commander cookout podcast Hit our theme song! Your mother. <laughs>